She climbed in her ride, revved the engine. She was ready to go. Her hands played over the steering wheel. She wanted to drive, always loved to rip her eight cylinders down some new road to where she didn't know. And looking through the windshield, she didn't want new. She desperately wanted things to be the way they were. She glanced at the file, saw the name on the first page. Michelle Maxwell. For a moment, it didn't seem to be her. In those pages was someone else's life, secrets, torments, issues. The dreaded word. It seemed so innocuous. Issues. Everyone had issues. Yet those six letters had always seemed to define her, breaking her down into some simple formula that still no one seemed capable of understanding. The SUV idled, kicking carbon into an atmosphere already bloated with it. A few raindrops smacked her windshield. She could see people start to pick up their step as they sensed the approaching downpour. A minute later, it hit. She felt the wind buffet her sturdy SUV. A spear of lightning was followed by a long burp of thunder. The storm's intensity forecast its brevity. Such violence could not be sustained for long. It used up too much energy far too fast. She couldn't help herself. She cut the engine, picked up the pages, ripped off the rubber band, and started to read. General info came first. Birth date, gender, education, and employment. She turned the page, and then another. Nothing she didn't know already. Not surprising, considering this was all about her. On the fifth page of typed notes, her hands began to tremble. The heading was Childhood, Tennessee. She swallowed once and then again, but couldn't clear the dryness. She coughed and then hacked, but that only made it worse. The swells of saliva had solidified in her mouth, just like they had when she'd nearly killed herself on the water, rowing to an Olympic silver medal that meant less and less to her with each passing day. She grabbed a bottle of G2 and poured it down her throat, some of it spilling on the seat and the pages. She cursed, scrubbed at the paper, trying to dry it, and then it tore nearly in half. This made tears creep to her eyes. She was not sure why. She pulled the rent paper close to her face, though her eyesight was perfect. Perfect, but she still couldn't read the script. She looked out the windshield and couldn't see anything there either. So hard was the fall of rain. The streets were empty now, the people having scattered at the first bite of water bent nearly horizontal by the wind. She looked back at the pages, but there was nothing there either. The words were there, of course, but she couldn't see them. You can do this, Michelle. You can handle this. Her words were low, sounded forced, hollow. She refocused. Childhood, Tennessee, she began. She was six years old again and living in Tennessee with her mother and father. Her dad was a police officer on the way up. Her mom was, well, her mom. Her four older brothers had grown and gone. It was just little Michelle left at home, with them. She was doing fine now. The words were clear. 
her memories also crystallizing as she crept back to that isolated wedge of personal history. When she turned the page and her gaze flickered over the date on the top, it was as though the lightning outside had somehow grounded right into her. A billion volts of pain, a shriek of anguish you could actually see and feel as it pierced her. She looked out the window. She didn't know why. The streets were still empty, the rain now racing to earth so hard the drops seemed to be connected, like trillions of strings of beads. Yet as she squinted through the downpour, she saw that the streets weren't empty. The tall man stood there, no umbrella, no overcoat. He was soaked right through, his shirt and pants melted to his skin. He stared at her, and she did the same right back. There was not fear or hatred or sympathy in his look.